Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome everybody to the Value Clarity Podcast, where we talk about customer perceived value and everything that it takes to build that value. This is part two of a conversation with Ken Flood. When we left off, Ken was saying that he doesn't believe in the trusted expert singular sale. And we kind of came to the agreement that if you are a trusted expert, there are so few other trusted experts out there that you could by default be the trusted expert, but customers aren't automatically looking for only one. So here's where we pick it back up. The, the other thing that I was thinking about is that, you know, my, one of my first experiences was with a sales force that was, that was very much incentivized by the profitability of the deals that they brought in. And we were taught in that organization that profitability comes from price, price comes from value, value comes from differentiation. So they were long string there, but it's, it's very simple. Only go after deals where we have strong differentiation and can offer strong value. Yes. And when you do that, you when when your company is telling you, if you bring back a crap deal with crap value, we're not even going to build a prototype for you. We're not going to support you. We're not going to help you win that kind of a deal because sure. we're too busy winning good deals. Sure. And so when a salesperson walks into a customer knowing that they really they'll get great support if they find strong differentiation and no support if they find crap differentiation, because the entire organization behind you will or will not support you, will or will not allow you to like will not answer your phone calls in the future if you keep screwing up. Um, those salespeople naturally turn into the trusted advisor who says, you know, this isn't a fit. You really need to go to this competitor because I, um, if that salesperson knows that they're not going to get the internal support they need to win a marginal deal, yeah, it's winnable, but it's marginal. And as soon as the competitor gets wind of it, they'll be able to take it at a lower price anyway. So we will have spent all that upfront engineering cost for naught. Um, pretty soon that behavior starts to align with the customer and, and you, you, right. So as soon as you start, as soon as the entire company tells salespeople, stop chasing crap deals, because I will not support you in a crap deal. A lot of great things happen between sure. the salesperson and the customer. Sure. 
I mean, look, uh, uh, break you in half, and that and that organization will be rippled, rippled through you. And what a great, what a great start in life! It's that fiery furnace, because um, you know it's it, 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 it's it's those sort of experiences I think that actually shape that 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 shape what we become. And and it's 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 so interesting that 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 whole thing. And we've talked about it before. We won't we won't we won't go on about it now. But I think it's. I think it's really interesting here because um, you you know that you know that I have some issues with the powers that be. And I, I just want I don't want to get into the reason that I have issues with the powers that be is 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 is, is, is very simple. No sales manager is going to well, let me let me put it to you this way. When I was a young salesperson, I worked for you know, one so-and-so of a boss who said to me, look, you look, Ken, if you wanna, if you wanna make a career of helping people, follow the priesthood or, you know, get into social services. You're in you're in sales. Just just get out there and close those deals. Now I'm not advocating that, that, that they were short-sighted times, Mark. But but I think that, that I think that, that tension between um our need to to close a deal and our need to support a customer and add value in that process i think that that's that that's a tension that um is not fully resolved at the moment but the point that you made about uh, you, you know your, your early experience in that wonderful company is really interesting because you see i think that the purpose of the the sellers that we're talking about is to achieve mutual value. That's the first thing. I don't think it's about closing. I think it's about qualifying into opportunities that will produce mutual value. Now, if we can, sorry, I'm, I know I'm going on, but I just want to make this this point. It's a it's a it's a really important it's a really important point. If if you if you follow my thinking on this. One of the core competences of of the seller that we're talking about here is the competence of qualifying in and qualifying out. Because unless you're qualified in, you can't quantify the value. Uh, but if you if you if you quantify the value and there's insufficient value there, you you should qualify out. Absolutely. Because, yeah, yeah I've, I've got a client. Uh, and this client happens to be in a uh, sales as a service, a SaaS software. And so the, the business model there necessitates not just winning the deal, but getting renewals and getting expansion. So we've, we have changed their idea uh, from the traditional sales funnel, where that sales funnel or the sales pipeline is the left-hand loop in an infinity loop, the, the figure eight on its side. The right. left hand, the left hand side is the first sale, is the right. what we traditionally call the funnel. But on the right hand side, there is the customer's journey is implement, become competent, become masterful, yes. fall in love, learn what they can do with it, realize the outcome, and then try to figure out what additional outcomes that we could we could achieve together. And that, when they ask that question, that is the beginning of the, the second trip around that loop or that flywheel. And so 
by qualifying incorrectly, you're designing in a customer that will is likely to travel around the right-hand side of the loop. Now, your customer support and, and your sales excellence and, and your commercial delivery people are all key in getting that customer effectively around the right-hand side of the loop. So now we have to make sure that everybody knows that you're not in tech support, you're selling the next, you know, right? You're not just a tech support person, the experience you deliver is going to help plant the seeds for another sale. Um, And so the salesperson is augmented by everybody in the corporation who touches the company. Yes. But but that qualification around the left-hand side of the loop, that first sale... Sorry, that first sale that you make is probably unprofitable. The cost of customer acquisition, the first time around that loop, no matter how big that sale was, the cost of sale probably made it unprofitable. So if you only win those customers and don't re-win them, um, you're actually, you're showing showing low quality Uh, revenue, low profitability revenue. Yeah. And I, I think that that's one of, again, that's one of the, the tensions or the, 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 um, the conundrums, I suppose, is the word that we have to solve. Because um, if, if you don't put the legwork in, if you don't put the groundwork in, you, you really will, will not have the insight in these complex situations to be able to differentiate, to be able to... To, to be able to find that distinctive value, um, to understand, because as you said earlier on, the value is defined by the customer's need and the customer, what the, the value is what the customer takes out of things. Yeah. And, and so, so many, so many of the, of, of, of the uh, professional salespeople that we, they want to go directly into a buyer and, you know, get into a sales process and close a deal. And actually we're talking about, a significant investment in, in insight and understanding uh, uh, that actually enhances the value uh, of the seller's value to, 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 to the organization and the buyer in particular. And that doesn't come cheap at all. Yeah, it doesn't come cheap, Ken, but you know, I have always found that the best listener wins, right? The, even if your solution is tied for as good as somebody else's, the fact that you help the customer really understand it makes you the best in their mind. But more often than that happens, what happens is by doing a more insightful discovery with the customer, you're the one that it, I've always sold something that is highly customizable to the customer situation, had lots of knobs that I could turn. And the, the secret to success was always asking more questions so that I knew the settings of every one of my knobs. So that when I went to the customer, uh, I remember distinctly going around a room of 12 people for commercial real estate loan. I was selling money. There is no commodity, more commodity than selling money. Uh, and so I could, I actually went around and saying, I've talked to every one of you, you know, person one, this is what we talked about. This is what you're looking for. Two, you are looking for this. Three, you are looking for this. Four, you are looking for this. You know, CFO, you were looking for this, down, boom, boom, around. Did I get everybody's needs correct? Yes. Well, here's my proposal. And you will see that every single one of your needs 
is incorporated in this proposal with no flaws, no gaps here. And I think that's right. Yeah. There, it was silence in the room, <laughs> followed by uh, just the discussion turned. All right, how are we going to do this together? It was there was sure. never. Are we going to go with you? It was always all right. What's the next steps? What are we going to do together? How, you know, how soon do you need it signed? What kind of a deposit do you need? Blah 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 blah. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing about what you just said, I mean, the, the, there's, a, the, you, there's so much you can take for that. For a start, even if you spent an hour with each of those 12 individuals, you, you know, you, you've put two days work in what, whatever way you look at, you know, uh, ju just getting to understand uh, you know, what their perspective is and, and, and what their needs needs are. And, and, and that is so important. And, and really, just, you, you can't learn that from an hour's discovery with a buyer. You, you, you have to get down into the bowels of the earth, really, and, 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 and find those things out. Because you will find yourself in that, what I call that session that you were describing. My, my term for it is vision match. Because, you know, you're, you're saying, here's my vision, and I think it matches your vision. Um, and you may need to have you may need to align the 12, 12 individuals and, and make sure that they have the same vision because if they start if they start arguing right there with you're facilitating a session and they're starting they're throwing buns at each other you know, you know that you know that and you know that that that's that's another example I think mark of what you learn as a as a facilitating sort of process consultant, it has to be right when you bring people together. It has to be right. You have to have sufficient time, and you have to you have to know your stuff because yeah. it's 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 pivoting to that. Yeah, it's what what fun, what skill, yeah. what fun. And the, yeah, and the part of that story that I didn't tell was that this was with a, a major company. And so within my company, there was a strategic account manager. So I was just the, the local person who happened to find them and they were happened to be headquartered in my territory. Yeah, There was a, a strategic account manager who had helped me get all these meetings because they, he had, he had uh, penetrated. Um, and I was selling one product to this company. He was responsible for the entire relationship with all projects. And so he was calling my boss, his boss, and the head of my product group saying, you know, this is important. We got to win this. Uh, I need you to discount this thing down to the bone because they're a big customer. They know exactly what prices should be. And uh, my boss called me and said, Mark, <laughs> Todd's calling my boss and the head of the division, he's calling Bruce, um, whining that your pricing is way too high. And I just said, Bob, my boss, here's the situation. Here is what we're offering. And here's why nobody else in the world can get anywhere close. And as a matter of fact, we're refinancing a loan that they were they they had they got ten years ago, and we're actually the interest rate now the interest rates are lower than what they were paying ten yep. years ago. So there is absolutely no way that we have to discount this, and I should be raising my prices. And Bob said, "Yep, you're right." He went to bat for me. We won the business 
at my high price. Um, and the guy said nothing for a couple months until he started crowing about what a great profitable deal that we he had won for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, but at that company, I was paid on the profitability of the deal. Yeah. I had yeah. a motivation. I could sell this. This, this deal was, uh, it was stretching into two years, half of in this year and half in next year. But if it had all been in one year, it would have been my entire quota for that entire year. Mm. So it was half of quota in two years. I would have started, I started the second year with half of my quota retired on day one of the year. Sure. So I could easily have decided I could turn this, I could drop this into, you know, 40% of my, you know, 80% of my quota. Um, but I had the motivation to do the due diligence, to understand the customer situation, understand the competitor, understand why we could sell this at the profitability levels we, we did. And the customer was thrilled. Yes. A bit. You put the you put the groundwork, the legwork in, and 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 also, I mean, you're you're raising a, another competency here. That, I mean, we're 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 rattling through all of these competencies, and and it should it it, it should resonate because you're you're talking you're you are thinking like a negotiator. Uh, your your colleague was thinking like you know. Well, I'm not quite sure what he how I would describe. I was thinking, but TV salesperson. <laughs> Well, a typical salesperson, and and I think that, I think that it's an interesting point because if there were negotiators in in in, in that in those, in that group of 12, 12 individuals, I, I think that I think that they would have understood and respected the way that you went about that, uh, because I think increasingly we're dealing with we're dealing with really good negotiators, and so the principles of negotiation are really important too here. And, and so again, so you, you know, you see facilitation coming through to stand up in front of a group of 12 people uh, and to, and to be able to relate to them individually and collectively and to be able to understand the, you know, the, the drivers there. That is no mean feat, but that is what's required for these situations. It, it, it's very special, and 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 we don't we don't even begin we don't even begin to to touch on the on those competencies. Yeah, um, you know, at, at, at you know, it, it, with with traditional approaches to sales training, yeah. just the business acumen, for example. <laughs> back to your back to your, your colleague again, but. Um, you know, you, you could question the business acumen there, apart from negotiation, the, the negotiation awareness, but um, just just to the business acumen required to do that piece of work, and more and more that is what's required. We we need it's 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 really interesting, Mark, because uh, before we started, I was telling you about uh, what I was doing today, but. One of the things that I was doing was to to try and redefine, try and redefine the purpose of the of 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 the salespeople that 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 we're discussing that we've been talking about. And, and again, I agree with you on this. I'm going to 
blurt in, I agree with you that salespeople need sales acumen as long as you are in that environment of the early entry point sale. Yeah. So yeah. late entry point sale, the business acumen is good. <laughs> It's it's well, a I mean, it's a distraction. In fact, uh, well, you know, in, in some cases, you, you're throwing up and you're showing up and throwing up, and it's a demonstration. And and really, all of that legwork, all of that value has, has has may have gone, and and you're being brought in really into a beauty parade or whatever it might be. But but you're you're absolutely. I totally agree with you. Access at that at the earliest point is absolutely key here because um, it allows you to it allows you one to get in and work with the process as a consultant would work with the process doing the things that you knew you had to do you, you had to meet all of those individuals and you know individually we, you had to see them you had to understand their motivations where they were coming from and, and it, it is so important but in terms of getting in, um, one of the things that I think we have to think about, and maybe maybe that's for another day, or I'm sure it is for another day, is that we we have to stop thinking of ourselves as just people who go out and sell things. You know, it it, it it's just so so short and and away from 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 what it, it needs to be. We, we are business. We're business people who are are looking to create mutual value, yeah. Which is really key, I think, in terms of helping somebody to understand the range of competences that they need. Absolutely, absolutely. Ken, you know, I could talk with you all day, uh, but we're we're running up on time. Is there anything that um, you wanted to get out that we haven't gotten out that, that in before we, before we, um, we wrap, it. we covered we covered so so much, and of course, there's a depth to this that um, you know we we we've covered so much. I think that I think that the key thing I would say, Mark, just by, I'm personally convinced that um, successful people doing the work that we've been talking about are using a buying framework and not a selling framework. I think that that is the significant difference. Um, I think that they are approaching this as a consultant would approach it because the consultant would use the buying framework. Yeah, the customer's buying framework. The customer's buying framework. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the difference. My, my friend Rob Hartnett uh, gave me the phrase, sell like you're already doing business together. Yes. The, the mindset that we are now partners, we're solving a problem together. And certainly I have some preferences on what ways I think you should solve it, but I am here with your best interest at heart. And if I don't offer you significant value, I'm not going to waste my time either. Yes. Um, I exactly. I, I think that's... Um, it's, it's, it's wonderful to have an invitation to come in and, and do and join in and be part of biodiscovery. But during that biodiscovery, you are, you are consciously qualifying in or qualifying out. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, and that goes back to the points that you made about, you know, you know your, your, formative, your formative training in, in life with, uh, with that wonderful company. Um, 
yeah. So no, I, I think that I think that uh, there's lots to there's lots to talk about, but um, um, I hope I hope people take some value from um, from our discussion. So how can people get a hold of you if they want to talk more? Well, through you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, give an email address or or certainly your Ken Flood. Um, yeah. On um, on LinkedIn. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, the the business is called Faster Horse, which is um, uh, something that was inspired by Henry Ford. Um, people said, you know, well, you don't seem to ask your customers, you know, what they want from a car. And he said, well, um, they would have told me we want faster horses that would eat less hay and run all day. And it's interesting. It's not that it's not that the customer. The reason I chose that, really, Mark, was because it goes back to how we opened our conversation. Although people and organizations and buyers will tell you that they know what they want, they don't really because they don't know what's available. Yeah. And, and I think that that is the key lesson, I think, that you know, is there for us. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn under Faster Horse. So, Very good. That's Kenton, great. thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks for a great conversation. Lovely. And thank you. All and right. We'll speak soon. Yes. And thanks, everybody, for joining us on the Value Clarity Podcast, where we remind you that value only exists in your customer's head. So sales, marketing, project management, and business is a lot more like brain surgery than you may have thought. Thanks and have a high value day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.